Hi, how you doing, folks? This is Gospel of Kennison, the personal audio journal of James Kennison. I am your host, James Kennison. Welcome to GOK number 120, brought to you the week of February 23rd, 2020. There's a lot of 20s going around. Hi, I told you that I would tell you what happened today on the last episode. And it is now 8.45 p.m. on the 23rd. And the event, the children's event on the 23rd is now over. Um, but first, I'd like to thank our patrons, and especially Zane Estrada, Carrie Wright, and Carrie Bernhardt. Thank you for your support. If this show means anything to you um, and you're capable, uh, please consider supporting the show at patreon.com slash GOK. All right. Um, tonight went awesome, <laughs> you know, in, in so many words. Um, I, I think I've explained plenty of times what, what happened, but just in case this is your first episode, I always have to let you know what, what was the deal. I am a, uh, a guy who deals with bipolarism, depression, anxiety, all that stuff. I'm having a good week, a couple of few good weeks, actually. Um, and it's been a blessing because I've been working toward this children's ministry uh, event. I say event, and that's not right, because it wasn't just tonight. Tonight was just the first night. It's a ser- It's like a program, because we're going to do it every Sunday at 5 p.m. Um, we have a bunch of kids from an inner city neighborhood come to our hundred year old theater building that has been converted into a, uh, community center. And we have what we call novation kids. And, um, we have an opening ceremony and then we break them into three groups and they rotate through three classes. And then we have a closing ceremony at the end and then they go home and it went awesome. Um, I didn't think we would have any kids, to be honest. I really didn't. We didn't have a chance really to promote it like we really wanted to. But there were about, I want to say 20 kids that were there. And uh, so you divide that by three. And, and there was the good good amount of kids per team. And um, it went well. But you know what made it special uh, was the fact that my kids got to see me function uh, in a way that I haven't functioned in probably seven years. Um, and that is in, in my role as a children's pastor. Uh, I used to be a children's pastor and depression took that away from me and made it impossible for me to do that. And, um, and, and I did it tonight. So it was like putting on an old glove. It fit so well and went so well. Um, I've already played, if you want to hear the theme song that I created for the event, um, it's on last episode. Uh, matter of fact, all of the themes that I've ever written and uh, for, for various podcasts was played on the last episode, except for one. I realized there was one that I think I left out, and it's the Red School Bus one. So randomly, that's what you get to hear right now is the Red School Bus theme. Why does that school bus have all those red lights on it? Why does that school bus have a spotted dog? 
that's when we talk over the end of the show and it kind of fades out on its own. But I'm going to go ahead and turn it off right now. Um, so I always like to tell you when I've bought the music or when I've created the music and I created that music and I sang all the parts and um, I wrote all the lyrics, if you can believe it. It was very difficult uh, to, re- to record all those lyrics. Um, but no, the event tonight went great. There was uh, a lot of new kids that we didn't know. I mean, I, I say 20 and just let me give you uh, some numbers to help you appreciate 20. Cause I used to have 350 kids a Sunday in my old church. And that, that just counted uh, first grade through fifth grade. It didn't count nursery, didn't count pre-K, which was another hundred kids. Um, and then, uh, recently we've been doing just for the, uh, people that go to my church, we've been doing children's ministry just for them. And we had, um, eight kids and that was a lot of fun. And we had a little, you know, program that we did for them. And now we have a bigger program and it's 20 kids. And it, it, it was just, it was a blast. The, uh, teachers, that were over the rotations classes did great. They all were fantastic. Um, the small group leaders that were over the groups that rotated through those classes all did great. They got in good with their kids. Um, they, they were helpful with the little kids that needed help with their projects. But um, let me just, 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 just let me take you through the whole night. Okay. Let me just do it. So the kids came in and there was music playing. I have these old videos, uh, Christian music videos that are so old now, um, that no kid has ever seen them. So I used them from 10 years ago (laughs) and, uh, it's a bunch of Hillsong kids and, and just different things like that. But these are inner city kids. They've never seen anything children's ministry like at all ever. It's just not what happens, not even at their churches. And, uh, so the younger kids were enthralled by the pre-show videos. The older kids were playing nine square in the air. And then we did a five minute countdown that I created and, oh my goodness, guys, um, back in the old days to, to create a five minute countdown would have been such a chore. Um, people, you know what I'm talking about. If you're a video creator that created videos back in the day before, um, some of the technology that we have now, but I used to have to use flash um, to create uh, even 60 second countdowns and things like that. If you wanted text to do anything other than just tick over like a clock, like a digital clock, um, if you wanted it launching at the screen or, or bending in and out or anything like that, you had to, you had to get really creative. Nowadays I went to a, a website, which all they produce is five minute countdowns for churches. And I found one that was just black and white. And I used, um, uh, a multiply screen over it. This makes no sense to most of you. And I used a background that was uh, in theme with the graphics that I'd created for the uh, program. And so it looked like a countdown that belonged with my program. And uh, I added music to it. It was just a bunch of drum beats and loops that I found off the internet. And uh, so the, the five minute countdown uh, went down to nothing. And I made the kids cheer. Everybody make some noise. Ah! And I said, here's the theme song. And we played the theme song, which was a, a, uh, a lyric video and, uh, and a theme song that I played on the last episode. 
and um, I forgot all the words. So I'm so glad that I had somebody professionally record the lyrics because um, I was up there and I was all hyped up and and um, feeling very white, and I was not getting the lyrics out in time. But it went over well, and the kids were watching it, and they were trying to rap along and sing along, and it was um, it was a lot of fun to see them try. And then um, we did uh, announcements, and announcements in this program is pretty much the entire opening, is uh, is how they did it. So I had five bowls of cereal, uh, three different kinds of cereal, and um, on the bottom of each bowl was one of the announcements. And so I'd have a kid come up and eat the cereal out of the bowl and then let me look at the bottom. Of course, I knew what all the announcements were because I put them together. But the first announcement was about the rules and regs. And rules and regs had to do with these clips that I made uh, that I dyed yesterday. And they worked great, by the way. They didn't bleed. They, they, they dried. They were great. They were purple and red and yellow, just like they were supposed to be. And it divided the kids perfectly, just like I talked about on the last episode. And, um, but it, I, I made up a little rhyme that's basically, uh, you know, two clips for each kid. That's how it begins. The challenge is to keep all of them till the end. Uh, obeying the rules will keep them in place, but break them and something. They'll be gone with no trace, you know. And uh, here are the rules that you need to obey because if you forget them, your clips will not stay. Bah, you know, whatever. I don't even know. I just made that up. I freestyled that. So I'm a rapper. Uh, but we did the rules and regs and the kids understood about their little clips that they had on their shirts. And, um, and just in case it's your first time with us and you haven't been listening, uh, the clips not only provide two chances for kids to be good and they can trade them in at the end of the night for candy, um, it also tells each kid what group they're in. And so there was a red group, a purple group and a yellow group. And I wore one clip from each group because I'm neutral. I'm for all the groups. I actually had a lot of fun going around telling the groups to be bad so that they would lose all their candy so that I could have it. And they'd say, no, no, pastor James, we're going to be good. And I'd say, dang it. And I would leave dejected and sad. Um, so anyway, uh, that was the first one. And then the second announcement was about our secret handshake. So, um, if you cross your first two fingers and, uh, shake hands, that's, that's our secret handshake in a nutshell. Um, and then, um, we did, uh, birthdays and half birthdays. And, uh, my son was the only one with a birthday. So we sang to him, which he hated, uh, but he, he was a good sport about it. And then we did um, uh, a wacky holiday and the wacky holiday was uh, a school lunch celebration, <laughs> whatever. I don't know. It's it, the first week of March apparently is school lunch appreciation week. And so what I said to celebrate it is let's all do our brand new secret handshake and go around and, and introduce yourself as your favorite cereal. And so they, that's what the kids did. And, and I walked around and I shook hands and I said, hi, my name is uh, Reese's Puffs. And, and every kid that I introduced myself to just copied me and said their name was also Reese's Puffs. So I don't know how much creativity uh, they were able to muster in, in the 30 seconds. So we had a 30 second countdown video that I created for that, um, which got them back in their seat just in time. 
uh, for the Bible lesson. And the Bible lesson is very short and very simple. And it was a, uh, oh, 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 the last uh, announcement was the big deal. And the big deal is just a statement that we always use that helps kids remember what we're talking about. And it was, I can talk to God. So the whole night was about prayer. And I talked about the Lord's Prayer because God uh, or Jesus um, talks about how not to pray. And he says, don't, you know, don't, don't pray in, in front of people and be all loud and use a lot of words because that's, that's just not cool. Um, and so we really pointed out that prayer was a conversation between you and God. It was not a conversation for everybody to be listening to and be thinking that you're all holy and, and all that, because, you know, if you go to church, a lot of times you see people that like to be loud and they like to let everybody know how spiritual they are. And oftentimes they're the meanest people in the church. And, um, so, you know, uh, Jesus knew what he was talking about back then, and and it still applies today. Uh, but but I also explained how there's two kinds of prayers, and um, the Lord's Prayer covers both of them. One of them is adoration, the other one is um, petition. And yeah, those are pretty big words to use with kids, but if you define them simply and then give them examples, it doesn't really matter. And I always tell them it's a big word, but here's what it means. And adoration just means, in, in this context, talking to God about himself. And so we start with our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That me- that just means holy is your name. Your name is holy. And then it moves on to petition about our daily bread and lead us not to temptation, delivers from the evil one, blah, blah, blah. And and so we just briefly went through and just talked about the Lord's Prayer. And, um, and then I told them that was it. And it was time to go to rotations. And so each group got sent to uh, one of three stations. One of them was Snack at Cafe, where they... Um, they iced cookies and they wrote uh, the name of a person that they needed to pray for in, in the icing. And a lot of them prayed for their moms or their grandma and stuff like that. Um, the other team went to a project with a purpose where they traced their hand on a piece of paper and they wrote the name of someone that they needed to pray for on there and they decorated it. And then their goal was to give that to the person that they wanted to pray for to tell them, Hey, I'm going to be praying for you. And, uh, the kids really seemed to take it seriously. There was a lot of grandparents and moms and dads that were getting written down and I even got one. So that was really sweet. Um, and then the, the third, uh, rotation was, uh, surprise station. And in that one, they learned how easy it is to talk to God. It's as easy as using a cell phone. And so they had fun calling, each other and talking smack over one of well my phone and one of the other people's phones and the funny part about it was is the guy that ran it um he put my phone number in his phone and then to make the point they like they were talking to god he he put instead of my name he put god in there and so now everyone in the church is talking which is a total of about eight people uh is talking about putting my name god as the name in their contacts. And I don't know why that would be funny, but I think it's just mostly because it would be annoying to me and they like annoying me. So, haha. So anyway, um, after the rotations all went through, there was about 20 minutes for each rotation. We came back at the end and we did the big deal. And there's a little video that plays that says, Hey, what's the big deal? And then I flashed the big deal up on the screen. The kids stand up and yell it. And I said, okay, sit down. And then I played it again. Hey, what's the big deal? Um, and they stood up again and, and I, I told him, okay, thanks. You, you don't have to do it again. And Hey, what's the big idea? I, I keep saying idea. Uh, it's big deal. And they stood up and yelled it one more time. And, and then we reviewed the Lord's prayer and I prayed over them and blessed them with a blessing. 
and uh, sent them out to their parents. And it was over. <sighs> and it went well. And the kids had a lot of fun. Um, I had all the leaders and the teachers come together at the end and uh, just to ask them for feedback. And they all claimed that they had a great time. They thought it went really, really well. The kids didn't even have time to be bad because they, they were, uh, they usually when kids are bored is when they're bad and um, they were busy the entire time. And it did seem to go by very fast. And uh, it was, it was just a success. And now you've lived it and you know about it. So, um, and I, I promised you, I would tell you about it and it was good. And, and I, um, usually, usually, um, when I have to fake it with my depression, when I have to gather the energy to, uh, to, to do the things I have to do, um, afterwards I feel drained usually and empty and, and like I've been straining a muscle, like I've been tensing up a muscle the entire time and I'm just gone. And, and, and I usually have a lot of bad feelings and thoughts about how, you know, how I did. And I second guess everything and, and I go through and feel stupid about everything I said, because the part I left out was that right there before we did the big deal, uh, when it was supposed to say, Hey, what's the big deal? Um, I, I had accidentally unplugged the uh, projector and the projector was out and um, I had to cover it up by going over to the thing. And, and my friend David had to climb up on the lift and, and uh, plug in and turn on the, the uh, projector. And I had to fill time and, and act like it wasn't a big deal. And we did the big deal without projection. And um, in my family said, I did good that I never let the room go quiet and, and that, uh, I don't know. They said I excel at that. So usually I would be dogging myself out about that. But now that I feel like myself, um, because of the medication adjustment, uh, I, I, I just see nothing but good things that happened tonight. And, um, after our little tiny meeting was over with, with just the, the group leaders and the teachers, uh, one of the teachers, uh, said, Hey, let's just come together and do the, you know, one, two, three team thing. So we all put our hand in the center and said, one, two, three team. And, and I, at that moment I was thinking, you know, five, 10 years from now, uh, this'll be the night that we all look back on, you know, that started it all. And it wasn't a small night. It was a big night and it was a full night. And it was a legit night. It wasn't a practice. It was a full-blown, real deal. And uh, it was a good time. And I'm grateful uh, to God for um, for the whole thing, for the for the people that um, put in the time and the work, uh, for the curriculum that came that comes as a suggestion that we use as we need it. And uh, I thank God for my pastor and friend, David, who allowed us to use Sunday nights as an outreach to children and for trusting me to kind of be uh, one of the leaders for it. You know, um, I still don't consider myself the main leader. I think he, he does a lot more work than I do. I just happen to be over the opening and closing ceremonies and over kind of cheerleading 
uh, the teachers and the leaders. So if, if you're wondering why I say leaders and teachers, teachers are over classes. And so they do the individual classes, snack a cafe, projects with a purpose, and um, uh, a surprise station. And the leaders are the ones that are over the kids that wrote, you know, rope the kids and herd the kids through the different places. And they did, they did fantastic. It was great. So um, that is all. Uh, we came home, and my daughter had made a cake, uh, a cookie cake, and it looked like uh, Bart Simpson. Um, I, I put a photo of it on, uh, on uh, Facebook. If you follow me on, if you're my friend on Facebook, you should be, uh, and you can see that. She did a fantastic job, and uh, it was very good. I got a nice little tiny two-point sliver. And uh, tomorrow... Uh, I weigh in for Weight Watchers. Right now, I'm down 14.4 pounds, so I'm hoping to break 15 because every five pounds that you lose, Weight Watchers uh, online sends you a little uh, keychain tag, and I want my 15, dadgummit, because it's been a month uh, of of uh, Mondays waiting for the, for the scale to tip and uh, looking forward to that. So... Tomorrow, hopefully I'll have some, some good news to, for you about that. Um, we went to eat at Culver's, and I had a salad that was uh, eight points and three points of dressing. <laughs> it's the most interesting stuff in the world. And um, I, I think that's it. I think that's it for tonight. But it is important for, for me to realize how true it is that it is easy to talk to God. And, it, and we are so blessed because you read through the Old Testament, and, and I have recently, um, talking to God was not easy. And it was downright scary and dangerous at times, especially if God started talking to you. And even if he had a job for you to do, it was usually a really hard one and, you know, People like Joe, uh, Jonah would just straight up run away. Um, and the other guys did their jobs and, and suffered because of it, because, you know, working for God is not easy in the Old Testament. But nowadays, because of what Jesus did, we can go directly to the throne and we can pray anytime, anywhere. We don't have to uh, wash ourselves. We don't have to wear a certain kind of clothes. We don't have to go to a certain place. We don't have to wait till a certain time. And we can talk to God about anything. And uh, it's a great thing. And that's what I prayed with the kids. I said, Lord, help us to remember to turn every problem and every care into a prayer. And um, that's my GOK for tonight is uh, remember to turn your cares into prayers because Lord knows we have a lot of them. And I've gotten to where I even turn um, the lucky things that happen in my life. So I don't believe in luck, except I believe in luck as it exists, that God creates it, you know, like the little lucky things that happen. Like when you're looking for your keys and you're like, oh, this is going to be a big pain in the butt. And then they're right there. And I just go, thank you. And I'll say, I'll, or sometimes I'll say, I'll take that. And that just means I'll take that blessing. I'll take that tiny little miracle that just happened because that would have been a huge pain in the butt. And, um, so little tiny praises help too. So I don't know. Look for those little things. Uh, another thing I've been doing, uh, I'll follow up, 
is uh, counseling. And I have a counseling appointment tomorrow. And this is that um, uh, better, better help. Yeah. Betterhelp.com, my sponsor for that story show. I'm, I'm actually doing counseling and I have a counseling appointment tomorrow at one. And the nice thing so far is not only do you get these counseling appointments, but you can chat and, 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 uh, send messages back and forth. And we've been doing that all week. And, uh, I've been able to pour out some stuff about my past and about my stepdad and, and just different things. And she's been able to respond and send me links to videos to watch and, and send me suggestions on books and, and things like that and how to fall asleep better. And, and, uh, it's good. It's, it's in some ways I'm more impressed than actually with a real life therapist. And, um, and you say, James, why do, why would you know about therapy? You said you've never done therapy for depression. Yeah, but I've done therapy for other things. So, you know, marriage counseling and stuff like that. So I, uh, I love the access that I have to my counselor. So I'm a, I'm a big fan so far, better, better help. If, if you're, if you're into it and you want to try it out, betterhelp.com slash that story show, use the code that story show and you get 10% off. Okay. I'm not even getting paid to say that. I'm just saying if you're in a place where you're like, I don't want to go to a counselor. I don't want to try to find one. Um, it's, it's a pretty neat thing. And I'm, I'm blessed to be able to try it out for free, uh, for two months, but, um, I'm already planning on sticking with it. And, uh, so anyway, I figured I'd just pass it along. Um, so there we go. There we go. That is it. Um, I will talk to you later. It's, it's been Sunday night and my, my son is 12 years old. Now I have a, a 14 year old, no, a 15 year old and a 12 year old. And I am 46 years old and I am an old man and I will talk to you later. Okay. Um, hi, it is, uh, it's Thursday night and it is, um, the 27th of February. Excuse me for a minute. There we go. I have to move my microphone. Um, this is driving me crazy and, and I need to talk about it because this becomes an issue. Anytime I'm up, anytime I'm feeling, uh, better than down. And it's, it, it's something if, if, if there's any, I always say I'm not bipolar. I always say I'm not manic, but if there's anything that comes close to, to being that it's this, and it's about my website, um, nlcast.com. Um, it is a mess. Looking at it from the outside, uh, if you were to go to visit it, it looks fine. Everything operates as it should. Um, but behind the scenes, it's a hacked up bunch of mess on an old theme. It's it's on a, a WordPress multi-site multi, multi install with other, uh, websites like my church website and my friend's website. And, and it's, it's just a mess and I don't know how to fix it. And I always want to fix it. I want to make the website better. Um, because the, the theme I use, the, the company that makes it disappeared one day, it was appendipity and, and they just, they just up and disappeared. And, um, it drives me crazy. And I thought maybe I had some Patreon money saved up to where I could get somebody to, to fix my website woes. Um, but I, I checked around 
and they want $10,000 plus um, and $6,000 plus to, to do anything with it. And um, it's just a, a WordPress site. Um, but I, I don't know enough about WordPress. I mean, I, I know enough to, to get a website on it and, and all that, but I don't know how to undo all the things I've done to it. And, and at this point, I've hacked it so much that I, I can't even switch to another theme, a better theme. And, and here's, here's the journey I've been on. I, I bought another theme. I bought actually a whole suite of themes, and I got a really good deal on it. And I went to try to activate it, and it jacked up the entire website, which put me in a panic. And then I tried to switch back to my regular theme, and, and it, was, it was so messed up by the, the theme that I had activated. Um, it's like really upsetting. Um, so I, I, I undid all that I had done. Actually, actually, that's not true. I, I called, um, I called Bluehost and tried to get help and get them to roll back the servers. Cause you used to be able to roll back the servers or the, the backup. You used to be able to roll back your, your, your server manually using their control panel. And now since they've done an update, you can't do that anymore. And she said she couldn't do it and she would have to put in a, an order for it to be backed up 48 hours from now, 24 to 48 hours. As far as I know, it still hasn't been done. And it's been two days. Um, so I'm in a panic. I can't get Bluehost back in to work for me anymore. And I've been telling people to use them for years. And, and, and I've been with them for years. And, uh, I don't even know how to explain it. I just, I can't fix the pro. I have so many problems behind the scenes with the website that I can't do anything. Um, I waited on the line on a phone call for 40 minutes last night, just trying to get individual websites to show up in their control panel. And he said he, after 40 minutes, he told me he would have to, elevate it to the next level, which means 24 to 48 hours before they get a hold of me. And nobody's gotten a hold of me yet. It's only been 24 hours. So maybe they'll have something to say tomorrow. But honestly, at this point, what I want to do is I want to get a brand new hosting account somewhere. I want to do a brand new install of WordPress with a brand new theme, whether it be custom made for me or one that I choose from the internet. And then I want to be able to move over all of the posts and pages and things that I've made on NLcast.com in a structured and orderly way. And I don't know how to do any of that. 
I mean, I know how to start a new, uh, you know, hosting plan and I know how to install WordPress and I know how to pick a new theme, but everything else is such a mess and it doesn't bother me when I'm down out of all the things to bother me. It's, it's, this is what gets me when I'm up. It bothers me that, um, that everything behind the scenes is, is a mess. And this may be the boringest thing to listen to in the world. I don't know, but it's, it's something that's troubling me enough to make me all anxious and nervous and um and it, and it feels it feels like a big deal it feels like a really big deal like a family emergency kind of feeling and it's it's not that because everything's working i'm half trying to just talk myself out of it right now all right let let, let me just say what i wish again i wish that nlcast.com was a single WordPress install with um, as as it looks right now is even fine with its current theme and everything. And I wish that Novation Church and DavidGodbout.com were on their own WordPress installations. And I wish JamesKennison.com was on its own WordPress installation. And I wish I knew I had the know-how to go through and clean up things like the media directory and any extra uh, database stuff that's been put in there by themes and and uh, plugins that I've used over the years. It, it seems a bit obsessive. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. That's why I'm talking about it. Um, but it bothers me because I don't have anything that I really get obsessive about. And I, I really start focusing on podcasting when I'm up. And the only negative is the website. And I, I guess it's it's just like a like your house when your house is a mess or or even a refurbed house. When it's a mess, you want to rip everything out and do a clean gut rehab where you tear everything out to the to the brick walls and you put in new uh uh you know two by fours and new plywood and new, uh, not plywood. <laughs> well, for the floors, you can put plywood on the floors and, 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 you know, you just make everything brand new and clean and orderly. And my website is the opposite of that. It feels like an absolute mess and it's such a mess. I don't feel like I can improve it or make it better. And there's not really a theme out there right now that I could say, yeah, I, uh, I would go with that. And I went to my, my podcast mentor, 
from a distance, I always add, because he doesn't know me from Adam, really, uh, Scott Johnson, and he has a Squarespace account. And he has created a, a blog and comic and podcast website using there. And I tried that and I couldn't get it to work right. I don't know. I'm, I'm officially too old, I guess, for that kind of stuff. And I'm, and I'm too poor to pay anybody. I wish I knew. I, 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 I used to have friends that worked in these kind of areas and I could have asked them, Hey, help me move this around and help me to undo this little thing. And, you know, and, and I, and I, I wouldn't have a problem if I had someone that could do some of that for me. Um, but I don't. And so I have to pay people, but I don't even know how to look for people that are just general helpers, you know, just a friendly guy, just a friendly person to say, yeah, let me, let me take a look at that and, and fix it. I mean, that's what I wish the guys at, at uh, Bluehost would do is I wish I could tell them what I want to tell them and they would just be able to fix it. And, uh, and it wouldn't cost a thousand dollars, you know, it wouldn't cost $500 or whatever for, for some sort of enhanced service. But I can't do anything with the back end. And by the way, I am feeling better. My heart racing is slowing down. So just talking about this apparently is being ther- therapeutic, but I don't, I don't even want to talk to talk about this to my counselor. Because it seems so stupid. But it's something that really, really bothers me. It just does. I, I, I used to play around a lot with WordPress. And I, I, you know, I did stuff that, that is irreversible. As far as I know. And it kind of ties into... I don't know if I've ever shared, I don't know what I've shared and what I haven't shared, but I tried to take a PHP class so that I could learn PHP and possibly design themes on my own. And and it was too much for me. I I wasn't smart enough. I spent a lot, a lot of my wife's money, at least 200 bucks uh, to get to a point that I couldn't, I couldn't understand the coding language to a point. And then just to, to, to put salt in the wound, I looked at the code of an average WordPress theme and it was, holy crap, so complex. And I, I couldn't even recognize anything. And I had, I had done a little bit of work. I had come a little far, you know, I had learned a little bit. So, creating my own stuff really for the first time in my life, I hit a brick wall creatively that I couldn't get around. So I've always been able to just do my own stuff, you know, whether it was in wood, whether it was with paint, whether it was in Photoshop or for a t-shirt or a podcast But um, 
I guess I just need to be happy that the site works. It's just not what I would want it to be. It's not designed right. The um, and you know what? It, it the site probably doesn't matter at all, and that's the truth. Because who goes to a podcast website? Who really goes there? The feed is the important thing. The feed is what Apple Podcasts pulls from, and Google Podcasts, and Stitcher, and and you know, everybody, iHeartRadio and Pandora and, and all these places that you submit your podcast to, they don't care about NLCast.com. So I'm probably obsessing over nothing, which is what I probably figured I was going to end up saying anyway. I guess this 15 minutes means that I have to end <laughs> the series and put out a, a GOK. And I hate to end it like this, but um, this is an example of, I guess, the struggle that I have when I'm up. Because the other day was just a bad day. When all this stuff happened, all the, you know, calling Bluehost and finding out that, you know, nothing could be done and, and, you know, messing up the theme. And I mean, it was, it, it just put me in a mood. I think that was Wednesday. Yeah. Yesterday. God, it feels like a week ago. And it, it just made me very anxious and very angry and very upset but once I got the website back to normal, and it is back to normal, it is functioning again. Um, I was at least able to get the anxiety level down, but I, I was able to handle it, which is unique to me. Because usually something like that would just wipe me out. And I wouldn't have any emotional energy left to do it, be of use to anybody. Um. But yesterday was the day I went to the pastor's pastor's meeting, the pastor's only pastor's meeting. Did I talk to you guys about that? I don't know if I did. But Wednesday was just a rough day all the way around. I went to a pastor's only pastor's meeting, and I hadn't been invited to a pastor's only pastor's meeting for a long time. And things like that make you feel like, you know, it makes me feel like I'm still, I still matter. You know, to be invited to, to a special pastor's only meeting means, hey, you're still a pastor, even though you suck as a person. Um, so I go. And my friend David's kind of putting it on with with a friend of his, and they're trying to get pastors in the area together um, and just, you know, just to just to fellowship and to meet each other, you know, to kind of say, hey, we're not in competition here. We're, we're brothers and sisters and you know, and, and it, it did that. It was good. But I I um I felt way out of place. I felt like, I don't know, in ministry, sometimes you attract people 
um, that just hang around sometimes. Like they'll just hang around a pastor, hang around a building because they don't have anything to do, but they, they like being influenced by the minister, you know, and like, and, and, and so they use their spare time to do odd jobs and things. And that's it's terrible. It's inside baseball. But that's what I felt like at this meeting. I felt like I didn't belong there. Felt like I was just some guy that just got saved th- three, three weeks ago and is just spare time in it around the building. I even found myself cleaning up after everybody. Somebody said, oh, look at you. You're so humble. And and I said, no, I'm not. I'm not humble. I'm just not talking. <laughs> I had to set him straight because I wasn't going to let him talk Christian-like to me. Because people like to do that. I, I wasn't trying to be the humble guy that's just silently cleaning up. I was falling into a role that I felt like. Because another thing I struggle with when I'm up, and I've mentioned this on the podcast before, is purpose. And um, the thing I find the most purpose in right now is podcasting. But then that I struggle with that because it's as as successful as I am, I I don't think I'm successful enough. And I, and that says more about me than it says about the show or the listeners because the listeners are great and and I wouldn't change a thing except to have more of them. But um, I, I guess I kind of hope that the children's ministry stuff on Sunday night will kind of fulfill some of that purpose. But I even question that, you know, why I'm doing it, what I'm doing it for, what's what's the grand scheme, what's the future hold for that. Because logically, if you do children's ministry in about three to five years, you're going to have a youth ministry. And then another four years, you're going to have a young adult ministry and meanwhile, you still have a youth ministry and a children's ministry because you're in, you're in theory still doing those programs. And by then, surely you've attracted enough adults to, to run a church service just by the nature of working with kids and attracting the parents. But we don't, we're just doing the children's ministry part. So I don't know. I don't know how it works. I just hope that that sharing this is a help to somebody, you know, like me sharing my down, my downs seem to, to help people. I hope this does because otherwise I'm, I'm just, I'm just talking into the wind.
I I probably just need to go to bed, but I hate going to bed because when when the day stops, it's like it's like I'm I'm done for that day and I didn't get enough done. I don't like bedtime because it's the it's the end of a day where I didn't get enough done. I know I just said the same thing twice, but that's the way it came out. So, um, on a positive note, I'm trying to get Ethan Nicole to come to NarthexCon. I thought that up myself. I was like, let's have a special guest. And who could be a special guest? Who's famous at, at, in the NL cast circle? And he came to mind. And also Perry Grip came to mind and I emailed him. I doubt he'll give me the time of day, but um, I put it out there. Could you imagine how awesome that would be? But I, I just think there's something wrong with me. Um, that that I, I have a problem uh, with, with liking myself based on how much I perform. And podcasting makes me feel good to a point. And so it becomes my purpose, which it probably shouldn't be. Because as a Christian man, my purpose is supposed to be godly. So it probably should have something to do with what I'm doing on Sunday nights. But I struggle with purpose there because I don't see the purpose of doing children's ministry without a plan for the future. So I started talking about podcasts being screwed up and now my whole life is screwed up. Let me let me let me let me try to self-medicate here and think of some positive things that that happened today. I did a podcast with John and it went well. Um I kind of threw one listener under the bus or one uh uh story submitter under the bus. Um, his name was Todd. And uh, he kind of told on himself about not changing diapers and stuff. And, and I kind of let him have it in a slight way about that because, you know, it's terrible <laughs> that you have had a three-month-old baby and you haven't changed a diaper. That's That's not good. Uh, not something I would have admitted, but positive things. Um, people are signing up for Narthex con and that's exciting. And, and some people that I really wanted to meet are coming and that, that makes them like special guests to me. Um, positive things. My daughter had a great day at school and told me about it at length. She, wants to be a, a, a lawyer. She loves debate and she won a debate contest or something today. And, um, today's show went good. 
and I started a Tumblr blog for the show because I've noticed that wherever I set up camp at, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, SoundCloud, I attract a certain amount of people and they find the show through those, those, I don't know, imagine casting lines, fishing lines out. You know, every time I find a new pole and, and, and put a new piece of bait and throw it out, I catch a few new fish. And so I figured Tumblr, Hey, let's just start promoting on Tumblr. Um, I don't even halfway know how to use Instagram and I've just been trying to force myself to post on it whenever we update the show. Um, but man, I look at people like Doug Tenaple and Ethan Nicole that have these lives of, of functionality and creativity. And they're, they're just, they just seem to have such life and vibrancy and, and seem to have so much going on and going for them. And I, I guess I compare myself to them and I'm, I'm just a failure. And, and I'll be honest, this is what I'm going to counseling about. So what this all comes down to is self-hatred. And it all seems to stem from the way my stepdad treated me when I was a kid. Um, so maybe we'll get into that at some other point. The evil stepdad. I have a, a counseling appointment, I think on Monday or Tuesday of next week. So um, I'll, I'll be sure to bring it up. I'll bring all this up with her, see what she says. <laughs> Maybe she can fix my WordPress, huh? But all in all, I am a lot better off and I'm still a lot happier. And um, yeah, I, but it's not all peaches and cream when I'm up. Because, and I knew this, I knew this about it when I was on the, on the darkest days back in Florida, when I'd be laying in bed and couldn't even move, I, one of the thoughts that would hit me so hard was even if all of this went away tomorrow, you would still suck as a person. And I guess that's where I'm at now because some of this stuff does seem to be lifting and I still can't seem to get my crap together. Now, my counselor is telling me, you know, let's start setting small goals. You can't go from metaphorically being in a wheelchair to running a marathon. And, and I can't go from almost doing nothing with my life to doing everything I want to do. So I have, I have a, a little text document full of, of manageable goals Things like, you know, getting up and showering every day, which I did today and most of this week I, I showered, every, you know, but, but showering when I first get up, not 
halfway through the day and not right before my wife gets home. You know, working that in as a, as a pattern, as a habit, it's, it's so, so pitiful that I even have to do it, but it is, it's part of it. And another one is working out a couple times a week. And for me, that would just mean going down to the Y because we have a Y membership that we don't use <laughs> and, and go on a treadmill and walk for a half hour or so. That would be a good starting thing. I didn't manage to do that this week. Of course, there's still tomorrow, but I have a thing I've got to do with David at 1130. We're trying to get a projector working for, for Sunday night. So maybe I'll go after that. That Maybe that'll be my baby step for tomorrow. When I plan ahead, it, it seems to go easier. I wonder if I overshare on these things. What if a bad guy started listening? <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that's enough. That's enough. I keep trying to leave it on a positive note. And the positive note is I'm tired and I had a good day. There's just some things that are anxiety and self-hatred that I am actively working on and it's okay to not have it all figured out yet and to be in process of having it worked out. I am being, um, I am losing weight. I am getting counseling. I am speaking into a microphone and journaling. Uh, I am podcasting. I am doing ministry on Sunday nights. These are all good things. But you just heard me talk about all of them like they're the worst things. So, you know, I don't know. 